Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's the 31st of August. On this day in Christian history, we go back to the year 1528 and we travel to Germany where today the German Renaissance painter Matthias Grunewald died. Now famous for his religious art, that displays intense colour and agitated lines. He is seen as one of the greatest German painters of all time. Painting during the turmoil of the emerging Protestant Reformation, his most famous piece, the Eisenheim Altarpiece, is a masterful depiction of the horrific agony of the crucifixion, with Christ's emaciated body writhing under the pain of the nails driven through his hands and his feet. Jesus' body is ravaged and there's a profound theological point being made. Commissioned by the Antonite Monastery at Eisenhaum in southern Alsace, the monastic community also hosted a hospital and the monks were noted for their care of plague sufferers as well as their treatment of skin diseases. The image of the crucified Christ is pitted with plague-type sores showing patients that Jesus understood and shared their afflictions. This is art in its most dramatic form, compelling an emotional response from the viewer, as well as a devotional one. And the colours used are simultaneously biting and brooding. However, through all of this drama, Grunewald never missed a chance to also include picturesque details, a botanical specimen, a crystal carafe, a string of prayer beads. However, his Catholic patrons were also being threatened by the emerging Protestant Reformation, and in a time of rapid change and an unprecedented challenging of authority, Grunewald grew in sympathy with the peasants' revolt. 1525 and he left his patron service in 1526. The revolt was widespread and popular in parts of Germany and Central Europe but ultimately failed because of the opposition from the aristocracy who slaughtered up to 100,000 of the 300,000 poorly armed peasants and farmers. The peasants revolt was driven by both economic and religious reasons and often supported by Anabaptist clergy. See the pod of January the 17th. Incorporating principles and rhetoric from the emerging Protestant Reformation, the peasants sought influence and freedom and they were instigated by figures such as Thomas Munster. However, it was condemned by Martin Luther, who sided with the nobles. Grunewald spent the last two years of his life visiting Frankfurt and Halle, cities sympathetic to the newly emerging Protestant cause. And when he died today, in August 1528, among his effects were discovered several Lutheran pamphlets and documents. His Eisenheim altarpiece is considered to be his masterpiece, with multiple panels that depict the crucifixion, the lamentation, portraits of St. Sebastian, St. Anthony, and a second set that focuses on the Virgin Mary, with scenes from the Annunciation and a concert of angels, 
the nativity and the resurrection. And then the third set of panels focuses on St. Anthony with St. Anthony and St. Paul in the desert and the temptation of St. Anthony. These were based largely on the text of a popular and mystical revelations of St. Bridget of Sweden that were written 150 years earlier. Bridget had been a mystic and a founder of the Brigantine nuns and monks after the death of her husband of 20 years. And after he died, Begita, as she is known, became a member of the Third Order of St. Francis. She devoted herself to a life of prayer and caring for the poor and the sick. She soon developed the idea of establishing a religious community, the Order of the Most Holy Saviour, which became known as the Brigantines. One distinctive feature of the House of the Order was that they were double monasteries with both men and women forming a joint community, although with separate cloisters. And they were to live in poor convents and give all surplus income to the poor. However, they were allowed to have as many books as they pleased. In her pilgrimages to Rome, Jerusalem and Bethlehem, she sent back precise instructions for the construction of the monastery, which is now known as Blue Church, insisting that an abbess, signifying the Virgin Mary, should preside over both monks and nuns, a radical vision of female authority in the 14th century. Her visions began at the age of 10 and lasted her whole life. With the passion of Christ becoming the centre of her spiritual life and translated into Latin by her confessor, they became very popular during the Middle Ages and had a great influence on depictions of the nativity of Jesus in art. And therefore, we can owe many of our Christmas cards to St. Bridget. She also predicted an eventual Vatican state, foretelling almost the exact boundaries delineated by Mussolini for Vatican City 500 years later. Pope Benedict said, there is no doubt that the Church which recognised Bridget's holiness without ever pronouncing on her individual revelations has accepted the overall authenticity of her interior experience. And she is now one of the six patron saints of Europe. Grunewald's masterpiece expresses the deep spiritual mysteries of Brigitte's vision and when he died he left behind some of the most striking and intense paintings in the history of northern European art. His art, often painful and confused, was a highly personal and inspired response to the turmoil of his times. Sadly he was almost forgotten by the 17th century. However by the 20th century we have seen a thorough re-evaluation and appreciation of the artist's career. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. Join us tomorrow if you can, as we look at the life of the priest, Father Ed Dowling, the co-founder of Alcoholics Anonymous. For this year's archives, 
podcasts, please visit www.pogp.net. And if you'd like to give any feedback, you can email us on pogppod.gmail.com. If you have time, please subscribe and share the podcast with friends. And have a lovely day wherever you are, and thanks for listening.